What is going on, spectators? We have trade deadline baseball to talk about, and it is juicy. It was really slow for a couple days, but it is getting spicy real quick. My name is Julian. I am here with my boy Aiden over here. Welcome onto the pod, brother. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm back. Uh, oh, sorry. I got a little burnt. The stove is hot. It's piping hot. The stove is the stove is burning up out here. Dude, you're not lying. We've been in this little Discord call for uh, a good little 20, 25 minutes here. Just getting ready, right? Talking about it. And one of the big deals is pretty much official, but we're waiting on one thing to happen for it. So we'll wait for that. Talk about it at the end of the episode because hopefully that'll be finalized by then, right? I'm on a website right now that has every deal that's gone down, major and minor, since July 28th. And there is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 2, 23, 24, 25 deals. That seems really low. No, that seems high to me. Huh. 25 deals. Since we have a lot more to we have a lot more to go to. I mean, we have six more hours, five and a half more hours. We are recording this around 1230 Eastern time. So we have plenty of more time. And once this Soto deal eventually goes through, wherever he winds up going, I fully expect the floodgates to open up. But uh, let's who do you want to talk about first? Well, we're going to try and save Soto for the end. Hopefully that'll be official you, towards the end. You you want me to just like rapid fire through some of these deals? And if we find a deal we want to talk about, we just talk about it. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Like let's that, start actually. with the first one on the 28th. Uh, this one we'll definitely talk about a little bit. July 28th, New York Yankees acquire Andrew Chicken Tender, or sorry, Ben Intendi, for Beckway, TJ Sykema, and Chandler Champlain. You yeah. as a Yankee fan, what was your take on this one? I, I saw the trade that we got him, and I didn't see who we gave up at first, and I was, like, very cautiously happy, right? Because I saw Andrew Benintendi. Um, he was an all-star. I don't think it's like the most deserving of all-stars. Obviously, they need to have a team or a guy from the Royals. Mm. Like if he wasn't on the Royals, he probably isn't an all-star. He's having a good year, though. He's almost at a 400 on base percentage, which is something that the Yankees really needed out of a lower in the lineup guy. Um, and I was just like, ooh, nice. That's probably the end of the Joey Gallo experiment. Cool. What did we give up? Because if we gave up a Joey Gallo type haul for Andrew Benintendi, I would have been kicking and screaming but we didn't wind up giving up a whole lot i think those prospects are going to be pretty good but it wasn't anything too crazy jew you put on your uh, brad pitt hat he does what he gets on base which is what the yankees needed in that the yankees need i can only talk about one of the prospects knowing him and that's chandler champlain i've seen him pitch three times uh working in the florida state league he was at tampa before the trade um, it was actually really funny because I was down there when it happened. And I think I told you, you and you and Brooklyn that he was actually scheduled to start the day he got traded. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was pretty insane. So we saw him giving hugs in the dugout and everything like that. Um, he's going to be a pretty good pitcher. I think he's got some stuff to work on overall. I think it's going to be a wash. Like I don't think one team is going to win or lose yeah. that trade, but it it'll is be a interesting rental to see what happens. Yeah. I think the true like determiner here is, do the Yankees re-sign Benintendi? And then, obviously, if the Yankees go to win a World Series, it's a great trade. Um, but I do think he helps them. I think he really feels a need. He's done well against the Astros, and that's kind of what the Yankees are looking for. And there's going to be a theme here. There's going to be a theme here. Pretty much everybody that's been traded 
is an to, outfielder to a certain team specifically beats the team that they are rivaling against for like jostling for position. So all the Astros yeah. moves and all the Yankees moves are like specifically crafted for that. And same on the other side over in the NL. So I like the deal. Um, he's already on base. I think 39% of the time as a Yankee, I think he has seven walks in his like handful of games already. So that, I'm cool with it. He's not going to hit a lot of homers, but I'm cool with it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and you know, left-handed hitter could take advantage of the short porch. Yeah. It's not like he doesn't have power. It's just like, he, that's just not kind of how he is. And True. it's just it's a full 180 from the Joey Gallo home run or bust type of mentality, which I don't dislike in a baseball player, but that wasn't necessarily helping this team with like the strengths that they already have. So I think his skill set kind of adds more. And I mean, you know how many more RBIs this year Aaron Judge would have if Benintendi was on second base? Yeah, you it'd know? be insane. So that's all. Well, I think it's a good deal. Ne- Next deal on July 28th, on the other side of New York, Tyler Naquin and Philip Deal heading over to Cincinnati for two prospects. Not really much to talk about there. Tyler it, Naquin just sort of is a platoon guy. He, he's going to be and a platoon e- And even then, he hasn't had a good year at all. I don't think this pushes the needle at all. I think they were just like, hey, this guy's kind of cheap, and like at his best, I think, he's been pretty good versus righties. So like, let's hope he can do that. I think because Dom Smith has been all over the place this year, this is a guy who they know they can rely on in case Dom Smith isn't what he needs to be. Yeah, and that's really all it is. It's just depth. It's just like, hey, this is a security blanket, so if one of our guys aren't working well, this could work. It's also a lefty, which you never have too little of, you know? And then the next day, the Reds just decide to go rob the bank. Like, I mean... When I say rob the bank, I mean rob the bank. Luis Castillo to Seattle for Noel V. Marte, Levi Stout, Edwin Arroyo, and Andrew Moore. My lord, Cincinnati, get yourselves a haul. Now, let me preface this by saying, even with the guy who we're going to talk about later, deal about to go through, I think this was the best trade of the deadline. The Reds made it from they were an embarrassment trading everybody away trading suarez trading winker trading kind of everybody that was good last year even though they could have been okay this upcoming season they got so much back for castillo that it actually feels like they're in a rebuild now like novelli Marte is going to be a stud He's going to be a stud. I think the best player in that is Edwin Arroyo. Noelvi Marte more projects as a third baseman rather than a shortstop, but Arroyo is going to be a freaking stud. Well, and then now here's what the infield of the future is going to look like over there. You're going to have uh, De La Cruz, you're going to have Marte, and you're going to have Arroyo, and then you're going to have to figure out a spot to put Jonathan India because he fits into this timeline too. And all of a sudden you have to – one of them will be in our first base or outfield. I actually think De La Cruz probably slides to the outfield. I think he's too much of an athlete. They'll wind up putting him in left or right field. Um, that's that's an insane four guys in the infield that all just crush the ball. Insane speed. They're all five-tool guys. Like They kind of got a rebuild going. I don't know. And, Joe, I know we're talking about this trade, but the big trade that's happening right now as we speak, as of one minute ago, according to Boob Nightingale, San Diego Padres' Eric Hosmer has not approved the trade to Washington yet. The Nats are on his no-trade list. It remains to be seen if he changed his mind. We're just waiting. Eric Hosmer could be the third in the Padres' side. That would be really sad, honestly. But, I mean, hey, that's it's one of those things that there's a reason almost no contracts, especially in baseball, have no trade clauses. There's a reason. Because, like, 
you can go, you can be really good, and then two years later, be horrible. Eric Hosmer is a great example. The second he got traded here, he's been horrible. So, um, who knows what the heck is gonna happen there? Yeah, we'll, it ain't we'll, over till it's over. No, exactly, and that we'll we'll still wait on that one for sure. Um, but I like I like the updates. Keep let's keep us updated. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep keep the updates coming while we talk about other trades. Uh, you, next but, trade, though, no, but I want to stay on the Castillo trade real yeah. quick because we mentioned the Reds and the haul they got, and it was insane, but. How do you feel about as a Mariners fan? Like, I mean, we're not Mariners fans, but like as a Mariners <laughs> fan, how excited or not excited are you about this trade? Getting Castillo. It solidifies your pitching depth. I feel like you probably feel like you gave up too much to solidify it, but he's also got a year and a half of control. He's not in his walk year. You know that the AL West is sort of wide open right now. So why not take advantage while you can? I mean, yes, the Astros are there and they're making moves right now. Some of which we'll talk about in a few minutes, but you got to think the AL West, and now with three wild cards, you got to give yourself a chance. And against some crappy teams like the Oakland A's and Texas Rangers, you got to think there's a chance for you to get in the playoffs and make a run, and especially after your playoff drought. You got to think that this gives you a good chance to win and gives you a really solid number one or number two. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing, if you're an Astros fan or a Yankees fan or even like a Blue Jays fan, your motive is like, this is a World Series year. Like, we must make the World Series because our teams are very good, right? The Mariners would love to make a World Series, but I mean, more than anything, you got to take some baby steps. Let's get to the playoffs. It has been so long. And we just deserve something to be excited about. And I mean, this is definitely something for it. Again, I don't know about handcuffing the future because I think those guys would have made them better in two years than they are right now, but... Playoffs? Playoffs. Talking about playoffs. Playoffs. No, seriously. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they haven't true. been in so long. Yeah, it's it's really true. Uh, part of me, I, I'm just constantly refreshing Twitter, no, I, especially I, I with like how it. everything is, is happening as it happens. Um, it, It'll be interesting to see what happens. There are still plenty more to come, you got to think, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, again, there's, there's another five hours to this. Um, there's going to be some deals. A lot of the deals that happen later are going to be some kind of throwaway deals. And I think one team that's going to be part of that is the Boston Red Sox. I think they kind of hit us with a facade little for trying to make some moves and make it work. But yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about some of their moves here in a minute. Uh, next move that took place on July 30th. I really like this move as a Rays fan. Rays acquiring David Peralta for yeah. an 18-year-old Florida Complex League catcher. And here's why I like this move, and I tweeted this out. Rays are 23rd in the league on OPS against right-handed pitching. Peralta David Peralta's David Peralta versus right-handed pitching has over an 800 OPS. The yeah. Rays' his team are under 650 OPS. He fits. He fits. And, I mean, he's not a good defender anymore. Um, the trop You don't kinda, need him to be. He no, the trop, the, the trop, you can kind of hide him a little bit. You can DH him. You can make it work. I'm sure they'll wind up putting him at first base knowing the Rays. They make players play positions they've never sniffed in their life. And, and yet they turn into gold glove defenders. Yeah, it's, it's the great. <laughs> well, not this year, but in usual years. Um no, I think Peralta was a perfect fit. They didn't give up a whole lot for him. I didn't think anybody would have to. I am surprised, though, that the Rays didn't really push to get one of their relievers from uh, Arizona in this deal also. I you was know fully how much expecting I would have loved Mantiply? Mantiply or Rays, Mark Melanson or even an Ian Kennedy. I fully expected any of them nah, to be part Ian of this Ian Kennedy. Keep, keep him far away from Travis. But you know what I'm saying? You guys are so yeah. hurt. Like, this is the depth in general. I fully expected that. Kind of surprised it didn't happen, so... Yeah, but some I, other I did, smaller deal. Good deal. Yeah, some other smaller deals. Chris Martin to the Cubs or, or to the Dodgers. Pardon me. And Mundo Sosa for JoJo Romero. Weird Phillies one. And, 
weird, weird deal. One. Uh, Chicago gets Reynal Espinoza for from the Giants for Dixon Machado. Atlanta gets uh, Adhiri Adrianza for Trey Harris from which, Washington, which led to Robinson Cano getting DFA'd for the third time this year. Third time this year. Uh, <laughs> Yankees acquire Scott Efros for Hayden Winenski. What the? Yeah, Hayden Wesneski. Oh, we can talk about that one real quick, too. And the only reason yeah. I'd say it is because I actually think this is a fantastic deal for both teams. Um, a little weird, though, because you look at the Cubs, and they're clearly sellers right now. The one guy you think they keep is the rookie that's pitching really well out of the pen with five years of control after this one. You think that's the guy they keep? Uh, they wind up trading him to the Yankees, and they get Hayden Wesneski, who might be pitching for the Cubs by the end of this season. I mean, he's been in AAA, and... Um, He's been pretty good. He's been pretty good. I don't think he's like ace material. I think this is a nice trade for both teams. Uh, and again, five years out of a reliever that there was a sinker slider, which is Matt Blake's bread and butter. I think uh, F. Ross might be really, really good in the postseason, and you might hear his name a lot. Yeah. Um, according to uh, according to some sources, Rays are getting closer to a deal for Will, uh, Wilson Contreras. Ooh, okay. That makes according, sense. According I feel to like, sources. I feel like they're the sources. only team in it for him at this point, right? Like, who else is... Because the Astros probably got somebody. Somewhere, somewhere in there. Maybe the Giants? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, who knows? It's, it's interesting. Yeah, the catcher um, market's been not super mandatory. Yeah. I guess the right word. So the next deal that went down was probably the one yesterday that shocked most people. I think, at least in my opinion. This is the hater deal? Yeah, hater to the Padres for Taylor Rogers, Robert Gasser, Esturi Riaz, and Denilson Lament. Makes sense for both squads, honestly. Yeah, and I and I do think in like retrospect it is a fleecing, right? I mean, you're giving up maybe the best reliever in baseball over the last handful of years. I, I saw somebody with a with a take that I didn't hate, but they're like, This has been the best reliever in baseball since Mariano retired. And I'm like Maybe yeah. he's been really dominant and they trade him for another lefty reliever who's second in the league in saves with Taylor Rogers second in the league in reliever strikeouts. Like. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's not like they got a slouch back. So I thought it was a little bit odd. I will say though, big credit to the Padres here because they wound up flipping. Uh, oh, I, I'm blanking on his name now. Uh, Chris Paddock. They flip Chris Paddock. For Taylor Rogers, which eventually turns into Josh Hader. That is elite, man, like ownership. That's, Chris that's raised. Hold on. That's, that's raised Ray's level no. elite. Flipping. No, that's that raised level. level elite. No, seriously. And I mean, like, obviously, you lose Lamette. He was an all star a couple years ago. He was a really good player for a, a little second. That's, He's shown a lot of regression. He gets hit a lot now. What was that? His MLB The Show 20 finest card that you got in that free pack? Yeah. And, and like, he had a good year, but like, he wasn't anything crazy either. Um, I do think that he'll be really good in Milwaukee. If there's any team, there's four teams I trust to get a pitcher and make them good. And that's the Yankees, Rays, Astros, Brewers. And <laughs> guess what? He went to the Brewers. It works out. Um, if you're, so, if you're a struggling pitcher, you want to end just, up in one of those. Dude, four places. seriously. Like if you throw, and I don't know so much about the Brewers cause they, they have a lot of guys who just throw straight fastballs. But like, if you're a guy who like throws a sinker, like you want to be on the Rays or the Yankees, yeah. like so desperately. Even Baltimore, even Baltimore. Nowadays, yeah. They're, they're slowly we'll talk turning, about in a minute. They're slowly we'll, we'll turning talk, into one. They're slowly. We'll, turning talk, into we'll one. talk about them in a minute. No, uh, but I, I think this is like the first trade 
that really, really pushes the needle for a contender. Although I do think the Scott Efros one was a big one, especially with the Yankees kind of needing a bullpen help. Uh, I think the Rays David Peralta one moves the needle. I, I when I say moves the needle, I mean like this is like from eh to like true contender. Like I'm not convinced with the Rays yet because they're still not healthy. I think it does it for the Rays because now you send Josh Lowe, who's been pretty bad this year, yeah, down to AAA to horrible. keep working. And now you get a solidified guy who's a multiple-time all-star who can hit against right-handed pitching into your lineup. If that doesn't scream, move the needle, I don't know what does. I think it's just like it's not so much him as everybody else getting Fair. healthy on that team is, is kind of my thing. Um, but this is like a pure move the needle. Like This is like, hey, the Padres are here to play. And if you're losing by one in the ninth, you're probably going to lose now kind of a move. And that that's a big yeah. deal. Like that that's a big deal. So, how does it feel about that? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'm literally just looking through Twitter right now and just trying to see what's happening with Eric Hosmer. I, I haven't seen anything yet. I I haven't either and it's starting to worry me. He's just sitting I'm, I'm there. S- He's sitting there on a throne just like hmm. <laughs> So you uh-huh. want me to say yes? What are you offering? All right, let's move on to the next deal. A uh, small deal in Kansas City where they get a reliever for some ca- cash. Uh, Garrett Clevenger to the Rays for Hermann Tapia, another complex league guy. I love this move for the Rays. I love Clevenger. He's a trip. He's a guy who can start in AAA and then move up as he needs to. Um, a very much needed healthy left-handed pitcher that the Rays just don't have right now. Okay, I don't know too much about him, so... He's a good guy who has a weird, funky arm slot delivery. Oh, sounds like the Rays. The Rays yeah. will. Sounds, yeah, sounds <laughs> the like the Rays. Yeah. We've heard then, two very Rays and Yankees moves already, so that's nice. Speaking of the Yankees, should we just go ahead and talk about Frankie Matas and Lou Trevino to the Yankees yeah. for JP Lewis, Ken Walchuk, Luis Medina, and Cooper Bauman? Um, talk about Yankees robbing the cradle. What the is going on in Oakland that they don't know how to trade? Well, I don't fully agree with that. I actually think this trade is pretty good. Um, it is a case of the Yankees striking while the, the stove is hot. Uh, Ken Waldachuk has been fantastic in AAA this year. Just really, really good. And so he's been, he was like a lower ranked guy. He wound up hopping into the top 100 this year. They're just trading him while he's hot. And whether or not he becomes that guy, I actually think he will. I think he'll be a frontline type of starter. He'll, I think he's a number two guy written all over him. But that's not for a couple years. And you get Frankie Montas, who is a number two guy right now. He could be on an ace on a... I think he could be an ace on, like, a contending team, but he doesn't have to be. Garrett Cole's over there. And the Yankees have a very, very legitimate one and two. And it's like I mentioned at the top of the show, this trade was almost designed to beat the Astros because Frankie Montas has been very, very, very good against the Astros. 1.99 ERA against the Astros in his last seven starts. I mean... If that doesn't scream, we're trying to beat the other team across from us. There's not a whole lot that does. And uh, they gave gave up a lot, but not anywhere near what the Mariners did for Castillo. And that's like the real juice here. Like, I don't think there's a big... And you tell me if I'm wrong. Is Castillo that much better than Frankie Montas? I think so. You think so? I think Montas is kind of a scrub. You think so? Because I have never seen Montas, like, be bad. Like, every time I watch him pitch, he kind of just deals and he has just like really good stuff and uh castillo's kind of the same way but i don't think he's like novelli Marte versus ken waltachuk like that's a pretty big gap in prospect level for 
very comparable guys. So I think this was a really good trade. Yeah, I, I don't hate it. I, I want to talk more about this next deal. Okay. So Houston Astros get Trey Mancini Oof. and Jaden Murray. Oof. Orioles get Seth Johnson and Chase McDermott, and the Rays get Jose Siri. Weird. The reason one. I want to weird, but also the other part of this deal that we didn't talk about is baseball is no longer fun in Tampa Bay with this yeah. move. Brett Phillips DFA'd by the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, the Rays get Siri, which just forces Brett Phillips out of here. Just shout out to Brett. To dog. Shout out to Brett. He had a really, really fun moment. And that was kind of his breakout with the the walk off, the weirdest walk off you'll ever see. Game four, fly an airplane, and he's just been really fun. He's a very happy go lucky guy. He's a good. He was a fan favorite. The thing that sucks about this too, it was his jersey day. His giveaway it was, was the his, day before. It was his jersey day on Saturday, and he gets traded on Sunday, and it's like, oh, that sucks. But here's my thing about this deal. Siri fills the need because Brett was decent defensively, but Siri has a better bat. Yeah. With Kiermaier gone for the season, Siri fills that role. You also trade away a guy who's going to have Tommy John surgery in, in, in Seth Johnson. You also trade away a guy who's rule five eligible in Jaden Murray. The Rays are going to have a rule five roster crunch at the end of this season. And we're to, that guy's going to leave regardless. Yeah. That guy's either going to leave regardless or, you know, you got to add him to the 40 man or something. And then so somebody's got to go, yeah. So this made the most sense for the Rays. A lot of people are talking about it. I feel bad for Orioles fans. Yeah. And like, uh, you knew it had to come because you had to cash in on his value. But like, I, f- I feel bad for Orioles fans. And then I feel even worse that he's going to Houston. Well, here's like part of the weirdest part about this, right? The Orioles pushed left field back, right? It is now like an insanely hard stadium to hit home runs in. Especially as unless your name is unless your name is Aaron Judge. Unless you're Aaron Judge, and you're just putting it into that left field every <laughs> three times in a in a two day weekend. But I mean, he only has 11 home runs this season, and then there's like the projected stats. I forgot what site you can look it up on, but he would have had 22 home runs if he played his home games in Houston. Which it's crazy that somehow he still had value. But if they left their left field short. He would have those home runs. They probably could have gotten more back for him. They tanked his value by just pushing a stadium back, and it's so weird. And the, the Orioles have been so good in the last month that, like, trading your heart and soul and the comeback player of the year and everything he meant to this organization, it's so deflating, right? It's got to be. I mean, they weren't going to be, like, they weren't really competing for a wild card spot. Like if they were at the end, I'd be shocked, but they were in the mix. They had no business being in the mix. And this is a guy kind of like Rizzo with the Cubs a couple years ago, where he wanted to stay and he wanted to see this team be successful. And I mean, now he's going to a contender. He'll be great, but we, we have an update. Okay. We, We have an update. According to sources, Padres and Eric Hosmer's representatives currently negotiating about what it would take for Hosmer to approve his trade to the Nats. The Juan Soto Josh Bell blocks Buster in its current form is contingent on Hosmer's ascent. It's crazy that Eric Hosmer, Eric Hosmer is, is Thanos right he's now. Thanos, bro. He's Thanos. He, he has Thanos. He is Thanos. And this is insane. He might oh, just he snap. He might. He might. And and Ben Verlander. Put it, put it great 51 seconds ago. 
He probably just parlaying this into more money and he'll approve it once he negotiates for something. Number two, imagine the hate in San Diego if he holds up this deal. Well, that and we said that right before. I was just like, dude, if he makes this deal not go through, he has to like move like today. Like he has to change addresses and not yeah. show up to the stadium. Like he can't go back. He can't dress for the team again. He just can't. No. He can't dress for the team <laughs> again. He can't let his address be found. He just needs to go to like Kentucky. And, and I think you said this before when we were talking, but this is another great tweet. 30 for 30 voice guy next year. What if I told you Eric yeah. Cosmo single-handedly ripped apart the biggest trade of the 21st century? Yeah. No, it's it's pretty wild. Also, I don't feel like it is the biggest trade of the 21st century anymore. I'm kind of sad that it's not. I, I thought they were going to give up more. I thought they were literally giving up nine of their top ten prospects. Like, I thought that's what was going to happen. Yikes. I just, it's yeah. Ron Soto. You so know, so part of me, we'll, we'll get, we'll talk more about that trade. Sorry. I keep breaking in with this news, but it, it's what we have and what we need to update. Um, so next trade that sort of went down, uh, another minor league trade with the Rays where they send a guy who was another rule five eligible, um, catch, uh, catcher and shortstop Ford Proctor to the giants for Jeremy Walker, who last pitched in 2019 in the big leagues. I've heard of Proctor, sidearm funky. Yeah. Huh? I've heard of Proctor. I think. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing about the pitcher, Funky sidearm delivery, classic with a six ERA that the Rays will turn into a Cy Young contender next year. Yeah, he'll just he'll just be sidearm Clay Holmes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, then the big one, the another big one that happened yesterday that I think a lot of people saw because it happened, but it didn't happen at the time, and then it happened again. Uh, Christian Vasquez to yeah. the Astros for Emmanuel Valdez and Wilbur Abreu. Um, I thought the Red Sox could have gotten more value. Imagine. You have one of the two catchers on the market. There's only two catchers on the market that are even kind of worth. Probably three, three. I'd say three. With uh, Navarro's. Navarro's. But he yeah. was very weird when a guy gets traded to the team they're currently playing. I think it's bad business that they traded him and allowed him to get onto the to the field and do batting practice. I think that's just horrible business. I think they did it before they were trading him, though. Like, you, you got to think. Like, There's no way this trade still, wasn't even in the he works, was, though. But he was in the starting lineup for the game, so he still has to prep like it was normally going on. Like, that's the thing. And he was in the hitters meeting before the series. So now, if you're Boston, you have to redo your entire your hitting approach because he's probably going to catch today. Your whole hitting approach. Yeah, he's probably going to catch today. Um, the funny thing, too, is this trade happens. And then Boston still ends up winning <laughs> the game, which is, like, really funny. Yeah, he just goes over to the other dugout and then loses. Hangs out. Yeah. <laughs> I feel but bad like, for him. Bro, I felt really bad for him. Like, he was on the field, and, like, all of a sudden he gets, like, swarmed by reporters. And there's like, hey, is where this, you got traded? This, he's just like, Is this better or worse than the Wilmer Flores moment from a few years ago? This is better. The Wilmer one was, like, really sad. Because he like, didn't actually end up getting traded. Yeah, Wilmer was, like, very upset, and then he didn't get traded. It was like, well, I just went through all that for what? Yeah, Gee, that's crazy. But uh, next, yeah, weird. yeah, the next deal that happened, Boston gets Reese McGuire for Jake Diekman. What is uh, Boston doing? What are they doing? Their, pit, Boston, their pitching is horrible. Granted, Jake Diekman sucks. Let's just throw it out there. Jake Diekman's not good. But, like, you trade your catcher for nothing and then get a worse catcher and give up a bullpen arm for him. And also this catcher is like almost a felon because he decides to do really bad things at Walmart parking lots. <laughs> it's like, go home, dude. 
Why in the parking lot in your car? Come on, Reese. Like, come on, brother. Come on, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do you have any idea what the Red Sox are doing? I have no idea. I don't. I got no clue. None. Three pretty horrible trades. Yeah. Next trade that went down, uh, Kansas City acquires one of the relievers from Arizona and Luke Weaver for prospect Emmanuel Rivera. Luke Weaver could be really good. I, I He's shown Kansas glimpses. Kansas City not really a contender. Yeah, I don't know. They need pitching know. desperately, so like good. Then Boston just goes, oh, we'll go get Tommy Pham for a for everyone's favorite player, the one to be named later. Like Boston. Okay. I know I was just crapped on Boston, but like this trade right here makes zero sense. You're like, getting a guy who has been objectively bad this year, has been suspended for going and punching a guy or slapping a guy during pregame because of fantasy football. So there's like clearly like temper issues, right? And he has one year left on his deal. Like, how are you going to trade for a guy with one year left on your deal when you're in last place in your division? You're nowhere near a wild card. If the month isn't June, you're terrible. And you're, like, making buyer's moves? I don't understand it at all. I'm confused, and I love it because I hate the Red Sox. Oh, my Lord. Uh, God, I hate baseball. I hate baseball sometimes. According to a source, I don't know how reputable, Jim Bowden on Twitter says, the deal does not hinge on Hosmer being a part of the deal. It's done regardless. The deal will go through with Hosmer or not. Fair enough. I also want to mention, too, I I forgot who said it, so um, I don't have a source, but I did see it was like a pretty decent source earlier. Um, Apparently, the Cardinals and the Yankees are talking about trading, um, and the Cardinals are trying to get uh, Jordan Montgomery from the Yankees, which is like, Ooh. huh, which is an interesting one because so, a- attached to that tweet was the Yankees are still in pursuit of Carlos Rodon. It was like, huh? <laughs> so, so here's the official deal. It sounds like, okay. And, and this could all change when we see officials. Yeah. It is going to be. Mackenzie Gore, C.J. Abrams, Robert Hassel, James Wood, and Susana to Washington for Soto and Bell. So they just took out. They just took out Hosmer. They're like, you know what? Shock me. We don't care. It wouldn't wouldn't shock me if they asked for one more prospect or something. Yeah, I think Hosmer was just there probably to make the money work, and like they wanted an MLB guy for whatever. For Lord knows what reason, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bob. Boob Nightingale said it's it's done, not including Hosmer. I, I don't I don't trust Boob. No, I don't After either. Last but... year I don't trust Boob. Until until a Passin or a Rosenthal comes out and says it, I don't believe yeah, it. I don't know, man. Now Kenny, source confirms what Jim is saying. Deal will go through with with or without Hosmer. Padre still must do. Padre still must decide what to do with him. But Kenny said it's confirmed. Okay. He he commented on that Jim tweet. Weird. Sorry. Deal is done. Yeah, I, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, I'm, man. I, I'm, I'm lost. lost. I'm, I'm confused, bro. I think they were literally just like, we just want the deal, man. Just just give us the prospects. Like, we don't care I, about Hosmer. I feel bad for Brooklyn who has to edit this video. Oh, no. This is, this is not getting edited. 
<laughs> oh, we're just gonna leave this? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh lord. This Absolutely. is gonna be the this is gonna be the oddest episode of this Dude, podcast series ever. You're not lying. It's it is odd, but I mean that's kind of the fun of it all, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, literally, I I would have loved if we went and did this as a live recording and just like sat there on Twitch while we were recording this. Yeah, that is something we we do plan on starting to do. So um, you know, stay tuned. If, if you guys if you guys don't have a Twitch account, go ahead and make one. And if you have Amazon Prime, go ahead and connect it to that account. Yeah, I never miss an opportunity. Never. never. I never miss an opportunity. Uh, what's next on the trades? Uh, Robbie Grossman from Detroit to Atlanta for Chris Anglin. Weird, because Robbie odd. Grossman's been horrible this year, but like... But Atlanta knows how to resurrect outfielders, i.e. Eddie Rosario, i.e. Yeah. Jorge Soler, i.e. Adam Duvall. Like, also, uh, Robbie Grossman had the modern record for most consecutive innings without an error that was snapped this year, so cool. Shout out to Robbie. Yeah. Shout out, Robbie. For whatever that means, cool. <laughs> then the the pirates just the pirates are gonna pirate like that that's all i gotta say the, the pirates are gonna pirate yeah. uh st louis acquires jose quintana and chris stratton for johan oviedo and malcolm nunez i have friends who are cardinals and pirates fans and both sides are happy with this deal i mean if you're if you're the pirates you're just thinking jose quintana is playing way better than he ever should have and we got something for him and that's incredible and then if you're the you're cardinals you're like hey well hopefully he pitches as well as he has because we just need a middle-of-the-road starter. We just need a guy who can give us some innings so that Halsey's arm doesn't break in half. Talk about a middle-of-the-road starter. The next deal that went through, freaking Jake Odorizzi for Will Smith. A bad starter for a bad reliever. A bad reliever. <laughs> hey, one of those bad relievers is a World Series champion. He was fantastic in the playoffs. I think that's literally – the Astros were just like, you know what, man – we have literally zero lefty relievers. And Jake Odorizzi was a was a great, you know, almost one rookie of the year, if not for his teammate Jeremy Hellickson. Yeah, dude. Shout out Jeremy Hellickson. What a shout what out Jeremy What Hellickson. a timeline that is. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen like have you seen the whole like raise trade tree of like deals that ended with like the one that got us glass now? right yeah i've seen that yeah i forgot who did that video it was really good it, like it started with like the matt garza trade back in 06 with the twins or some shit like that I'm well like, it like really started with like delman young it was like yeah crazy. back in the day i'm like Weird. sorry sidetrack again no but um very odd um bad for bad <laughs> i think both teams could benefit from it i, I think I think it's mediocre for mediocre, and at the end of the day, we'll say this trade is a wash. Like, hey, if if the Astros, for whatever reason, face a team with three lefties in a row, and Will Smith comes out and strikes out one of them, it was a W. <laughs> like, probably. So, yeah. weird one though. Sure Very did. weird one. I saw that. I was like, gross. <laughs> Will Smith sucks. Um, then Texas sending reliever Matt Bush for Mark Mathias and Anton Kelly. Don't know anything about that deal. To, to the Brewers. I got nothing for you. Nothing. I, I'm I'm Jeff Probst. I got nothing for you. Head back to camp. Head back to camp. <laughs> yeah, no. Head on back. Jeff. Survivor's um, great. Then a trade I actually know a lot about. Um, Minnesota Twins acquire Jorge Lopez for Cade Povich, Yinner Cano, Juan Nunez, and Juan Rojas. Um, Cade Povich is going to be a stud. Like, that kid is 
that kid is nasty. Let me let me just pull up the stats for you. Oh, okay. The stats speak for itself. All right, he'll pull up the stats. I'm just going to tell you right now, Jorge Lopez, since going from a starter to a reliever, has been sensational. Throws it really hard, and he's been really, really good at the back end of that Orioles bullpen. Again, it sucks to see them kind of close to, not contending, but a wild, or, yeah, wild card spot and selling. But they have turned into a team that can develop arms, and they got a lot of arms back in this deal. So if they can develop... Yeah pitching especially reliever arms yeah this year uh Cade povich has got a 446 era uh but a 1.23 whip last year however in his first year of pro ball he pitched to a 0.90 era okay so we got some stuff he's having a little bit of second year pains with the era but i mean that's not the best stat anyway so whatever eras yeah yeah, it's He's going to be a dog, though. That trade, I love that trade for the Twins, though. Yeah, I mean, the Twins are trying to compete. I don't think they will, but, I mean, this is their best reliever since Joe Nathan, so, like, that's cool. <laughs> Jeez, Joe Nathan. Yeah, it's Nathan. been that long. It's been that long, Twins fan. Okay, so the deal is not done for Soto yet. Oh, Lord. One scenario under discussion between Padres and Eric Hosmer. Hosmer may request that he end up with a team other than the Nats as a part of a three-team deal. So the deal is not done. But then Passan just said, the point, the deal will happen. He had a whole blurb. I don't want to read it. Okay. I've never been saying Tell me this doesn't feel like last year's Padres Max Scherzer trade all over again. It does. It feels exactly like that, man. When Soto was informed by the Nationals he is moving, it was immediately clear some version of the deal will get done. The Padres knew that Eric Hosmer had Washington on his no trade list and couldn't invoke it. There are different there are always different iterations. The point, the deal will happen by six PM tonight. Okay. Fair enough. Eric Hosmer out here ruining the league. I know we're talking MLB trade deadline, but while we're waiting for some more stuff to go down, can we talk real quick about the Dolphins getting the tampering charge? They get the little slap on the wrist from Roger. I mean, hey, losing the first round, there's not a slap on the wrist. Um, I think this is like the first tampering thing we've seen in the NFL in a while. The NFL is also weird, but they just like take and switch and give out picks like at will. <laughs> like people get like random comp picks all the time. I don't really know how that works. Um, but the Dolphins getting a tampering charge for trying to recruit Brady is, like, really funny. Like, like Brady screws him over one <laughs> last time. And, and you, <laughs> you ready, you're ready for the best part about it? Oh, yeah. Bucks and Dolphins practice this week jointly, either this week or next week jointly. That's funny. That's good. <laughs> like, that's good. like, that's my best tidbit about that whole thing. Yeah, that's good. Very weird. Very odd, like, situation going on there. But, you know. So so let's ask this question. Okay. Where is Eric Hosmer going to end up in this? Uh the Savannah Bananas. Nobody wants him after this. <laughs> Nobody wants I him. I think after this. someone tweeted out a good point. I'm not exactly sure who it is. He has every right to do this. Yeah, I mean he has and no trade clause. You can't hold yeah. on, here's the thing. He's got a wife, he's got a kid on the way. Like you can't be upset at him for wanting to make sure that his family ends up in the right spot. No one can be mad. Like, yeah, you can be mad at him, but this deal is still going to go down. I mean, I'm going to be mad at it because I want Soto in in the Padres because that just sounds really fun. Dude, that Soto in a Padres uniform. Oh, like the the city connect with Soto on the back. And then like the lineup, you see 
Soto, oh. then Tatis, and then Machado, and then Josh Bell, and then Cronenworth, and you're just like, I just had a moment. I just, I just had a moment. That's what I'm so. saying, dude. Like, I make that happen, Eric. But also, like, you can't blame when you have a no trade clause. This is the danger of having a no trade clause in your contract. Like, this is just what it is. And I mean, I don't think the Padres signed this deal. I think they traded for him after he signed it, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. And he had to waive his no trade clause to go to the Padres. To like, go there because they were bad at the time. So, I don't know, man. It you don't you don't feel bad because you're just like, hey. Eric's like, you know, he's a vet. He won a World Series. Now he's just trying to settle down and enjoy enjoy a contending team. He doesn't want to go from the fun Padres to the to the <laughs> Washington Nationals, bro. Then he so, gets then he's gonna get shipped to Montreal because they're gonna sell the team. Like, come on. So we're closing in on four hours here. Um we're we're just under four hours till the deadline. Who who else gets moved? What other big name that we're not talking about is going to get moved? I think Nadevaldi gets moved. I think both Contreras and Navarez get moved. And then I think um, one of them to Tampa. I think I think yeah, one of those catchers to Tampa definitely. Uh, Pablo Lopez probably gets moved. I think he winds up being a Dodger by the end of today. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out a weird one, and people may not like this. Don't be shocked. If Sandy Alcantara gets moved, I wouldn't be surprised. I just, I just know that the the Marlins said they weren't gonna trade him, but like, I wouldn't be shocked. He has insane value right now. His value will never be higher. No, never be higher. But like, also, like, he is a big cornerstone for that rebuild. So like, don't trade him. But like, but like, if you can get the right pieces, yeah, seriously. It's like, one of those like things when you're said, so many pieces away from being good, like it's kind of nice to just trade that stud. That's why, like, with the Shohei stuff, Shohei's not getting traded at the deadline. But they were taking the calls. I think they should trade Shohei in the in the offseason. 100 percent Yeah. Because the the Angels clearly don't know how to develop talent, which is sad, but they don't know how to develop talent. I mean, Brandon Marsh isn't really working out the way you wanted to. Joe Adele isn't really working out the way you wanted to. All the pitchers are kind of floundering outside of Reed Detmers. Guy after guy isn't successful. They can't keep Rendon healthy. Like, you guys can't field a competent team. But if you yeah, trade you really Shohei Otani, you're going to get four, five, six guys that you don't even have to put the effort into. They're already made. They're already, they're already here. Or like a year away from being here. So. Yeah, I'm, I, I apologize that I'm not doing too much talking as I normally do. I'm just... I'm just constantly refreshing Twitter. It's the uh, it's the life of it's the life of the baseball deadline, dude. Trade deadlines are really fun, man. But can we talk about the biggest fold in this whole thing? Tonight is the return of Jacob Degrom to the mound, and they're facing the Nationals now. A lineup without Juan Soto or Josh Bell. I think I saw. I feel bad for the Nationals. I, I think I saw I a tweet while we were them. doing this, and it was just like Jacob Degrom coming out to to throw innings against a bunch of cashiers. <laughs> Jacob DeGrom looking like he's going to be looking like he- he'll look like prom prime Walter Johnson. Just, <laughs> just he's going to go 150 pitches and just mow oh, him down. This is, this is great. Like I, I'm loving this. And, and also one more smiley, t- small tidbit of football news. Uh, you know, the formula one driver, Luis Hamilton. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a uh, owner of the Broncos, Broncos now. Pretty cool. Right. 
So I think that'll do it for this episode. Stay tuned to all the social medias to find all the new trade stuff. And uh, I think we'll we'll catch you soon, right? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll guys keep you up to date with all the other trade stuff that's going on. If you don't already, at Spectators Media, like he said, make sure you go and sub on YouTube. And we'll be live with you guys next Monday. Stay tuned till then. Have a good one, everybody. Peace.